0: And I mean, we are squawking dead. How are you guys doing? It's been a little while and uh, we got some nice, interesting surprises on the table. First off, uh, if you haven't already, uh, head over to squawkingdead.com and win those itty bitties for yourself. You've got multiple chances to win. They're so damn cute. And uh, ever since uh, Chris Hardwick announced them on Talking Dead, I've just been over the moon about them. And I think you guys are going to enjoy them we've got a special surprise for you actually surprises um i've got ashley here on the line ashley weidman hello walking dead super fan yeah deep breaths for whisperers that's right
1: right <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, and i've got another surprise for y'all it certainly surprised me i've got carol on the line as well
2: she's back and ready to attack
0: <laughs> <laughs> you had that in the can didn't you <laughs>
2: I, uh... I was was ready.
0: Oh, it's so glad. I'm like, by the way, when Carol said she would be on the on the on the on the phone, on the uh, on the show, I was just kind of like, oh, that's that's it's a sight for sore ears. (laughs) Right. Yeah.
2: And I was mentioning before, it's been very chaotic, chaotic, as many people know, with the holidays. So things are finally coming down so when i knew and i knew that tonight was the night that obviously we were podcasting and i i, I wasn't sure like how set you were dave and i sent you a message i was like hey i think i can contrib- contribute tonight is that all right yeah. yeah
0: yeah Is 10 o'clock 10 o'clock or is it like right you know kind of 10 o'clock is it kind of loose yeah <laughs> Well, Ashley, hey, how you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm doing really good.
0: Uh, you're, are you ready for the holiday season? Is, it, is it in I your am. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> it is. It's crazy, but it's exciting and a magical time.
0: Yeah, indeed it is. Uh, especially for Jews. Jew- for Jews, it's like like me, by the way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like Thanksgiving, but without all the other family. It's terrific. Right. <laughs> Uh, I get to sit there in my pajamas eating Chinese food and watching Hong Alone oh, Die Hard.
2: That sounds amazing. <laughs> that does sound pretty amazing. Yes, be jealous.
0: Uh, so <laughs> I'm, I'm so very glad to have you both on the show. First of all, Carol, it makes me feel a lot more uh, comfortable. I, it's, you have no idea. It's like you're kind of talking to yourself, but you're not. <laughs> and, I hear you. and like, but it's like a one-way conversation because you have all these people in, in the chat, and and you're basically trying to say what they're saying, you know, on air, so that everybody in all three streams can can hear. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it's literally like I'm panicking. I'm like, oh, this sounds interesting, right, guys? And then there's like an eight-minute lag. <laughs> and, like, oh! and then you then you see laughter emojis, and it's like, oh gosh, okay, there's like a five-minute lag here, and uh, I'm drowning. So uh, it's nice to know that I have air. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um yes. Okay, so I have a whole thing lined up. because uh, 'cause I'm meticulous just like Ashley. Um and that's by the way, that's one of the things that really made me want to reach out to you because Yeah. One of the yeah, one of the things we liked about Yvette Nicole Brown of course was her you know, her marble notebook a composition notebook, which by the way yes. Carol does as well.
1: I do. I have a notebook which I love. Yes. yes, I love I love hearing about fellow note takers. Yeah, yes, yeah. absolutely. I,
0: and I do somewhat the same thing, uh, except digitally, uh, and and so yeah. When we saw you come on the show, and there there was this, I, it was color coded notes, construction paper. Yeah. Was it? Yeah,
1: Const- it was definitely construction paper, mostly because that's all, <laughs> all I have around my house because of all the children exactly. I have around. Yeah,
2: yeah, hundred yeah. yeah. percent understood.
1: <laughs> oh for sure as, yeah. as a and they 're so and the paper's so big you can get so much on the construction yeah. paper, so
0: yeah, my favorite yeah. thing with uh, um when it comes to like because i 'm also a singer songwriter too, but like my favorite thing to do is to like just take scrap paper that 's already been kind of like oh for
1: sure yeah
0: it's like it 's like it 's loved it 's like there's some like energy or spirit like i don 't believe in that stuff, but. It's kind of like it's been loved before, and you're and you're also kind of quote unquote recycling or whatnot, right? And, you know, yeah. and then you have like a notebook full of like used character-driven <laughs> papers and stuff like that. It it's, it just comes to life. The yes. pop out. But uh, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just so over the moon. Um, so, uh, I mean, the first thing I kind of wanted to ask to you, like, so I had heard, uh, I'd done my research. Okay. <laughs> I heard you on a couple. That's that
1: scary. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I did my research and, it, 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 and uh, <laughs> no, I listened to another podcast. Uh, and so I, I didn't want to like rake over some of the same questions that you, you, you know, For you sure. had, but it's kind of unavoidable in some respects because Right. (laughs) You know, you kind of have to want to, you know, you want to reintroduce certain like yourself to everybody. And, you know, maybe people haven't heard certain podcasts. And I mean, you only get so much time on Talking Dead. It's just you don't notice. Yeah. So, uh, So I guess the first thing is, like, how did you get into The Walking Dead?
1: I love that question. It's I love it. So How it started was my husband, he works for a non-for-profit and he used to have to travel all the time. Mm -hmm. And there was one month where he was traveling and I'm like, I'm so bored. I need, I put the kids to bed and I'm like, you know, I need to find something to watch. And so I was like, wow, I've heard a lot of great things about The Walking Dead. So I started watching it and he got home and I was like, sat him down on the ground, like glued (laughs) his, glued his eyes, eyes open. I'm like, you need to watch the show. It is so good. And we watched, I think, season one through season three, like in like a couple days. It was so it was sad. It was very sad. I
2: I know. I think it's it's really right on par and really similar to if I think about my own story, because we I mean, we I'm originally from New York. My husband and I are both born and raised in New York. And we would come down to Florida to vacation before we officially moved down here because my uh, sister-in-law lives here with her husband. We're all very close in age. And we would usually stay with them. And they were like, you know, you got to see this show called The Walking Dead. Yeah. And we were, I think at that point, they were up to maybe season four or, or four was going on. It was about to start five, something around those lines. Okay. And okay. we started, you know, binging it, like from season one. And we were watching it on Netflix. And it's so funny because my husband and like my sister-in-law's husband are, they can't hang. We always joke yeah. around. So, like, guys like cannot hang. They will... Eight thirty, nine o'clock. They're like uh, ready to fall asleep,
1: right? And right. that's
2: and they so they got through like a few episodes. I think they got through season one or something. I don't remember what it was. We got they got through a certain point and then we're out for the count, done. But my sister in law and I were like, you know, are you still good? I'm still good. We're like, all right, we're yes. going to stay. We're going to keep watching. And Heck I, yeah. We stayed up, like me and her. And I think the moment, I always tell people, the moment that we officially were like, oh man, where we got hooked was when Sophia came out of the barn. When oh, Sophia yes. The barn, she and yes. I, I remember distinctly both of us sitting on that couch and being like, oh man. So
1: and, unexpected. I and, know.
2: And that was it. From that point, we were like, off. Yeah, we were like, let's just keep going. <laughs> yeah, and I totally We could agree. stop now? Yeah. Right? yeah, just one more. Yeah, no, and I mean, and it was, and it's, it's for me, it was kind of lucky in the sense that, like, I, I had my kids pretty soon, one after the other, so I had maternity leave, so I could, I <laughs> yeah, match up with like. <laughs> Binges because I was like, well, I'm on maternity leave. We're gonna, you know, gonna <laughs> right. get through the rest of these episodes until so we were all fully caught up. And I think at that point, when we started like watching, was probably at like the beginning of season five. I want to say. Okay. Yeah. And um, but yeah, like I, I, I'm always admirable of like certain people that like, oh, I've been watching since season one. Me episode too. one. And I'm like, wow, wow, since the pilot. That's impressive. Because right. I feel like a lot of people like yourself. It's you know, like the Thank binge. You. It's. <laughs> Just... Yeah,
1: I think when I got started, it was around when we were caught up. It was, I think, right in the middle of season four or maybe towards the beginning of season four mm-hmm. is right when we started like watching it live. And I remember we watched it live and then we're like, whoa, there's a talk show on after this. Like, are you serious? Nice. Like, we <laughs> didn't realize it. And we, were, we got hooked on the talking bed and I don't think we ever turned back. And that's yeah. when we started going to the conventions. And was I think it, it just started it to snowball.
0: Was it right then, by the way? Like... i think when talking dead came out basically
1: um i think talking dead came out wasn't it in season two i i don't quote me on that i don't Mm, know that for sure. something
0: like that i think yeah it was either like yeah it was either season two or it was um i think maybe even season three i mean i know know somebody's gonna gonna correct us on that one right yeah (laughs) i'm like looking (laughs) at the uh, the instagram chat is on fire actually i mean i mean hi Thorgon, hi what the fuck nissa and and everybody by the way so yeah uh somebody correct us on that by the way (laughs) Yeah. Like when did Talking Dead come on? Um yeah, good question. Yeah, right. It's like it's been so it's it's nine seasons, nine and a half seasons. I know.
1: Yeah. So- okay, so
0: somebody corrected us it was season two. So yeah. Oh season so so yeah. two.
1: Right. So I was right. They got on the whole have it, see. There yeah (laughs) when I was in Atlanta this past um just past in this October I was in Atlanta and I was with a bunch of girls and we were sitting down and talking and they're talking about quotes that Abraham said and one of them (sighs) said they were like they were talking about how he said porch dick and I'm like no that wasn't Abraham I said that was Chris Hardwick and they're like no it was Abraham I'm like you guys I swear to you it was Chris (laughs) Hardwick and they all I had like six or five girls arguing with me about it and I'm like you guys I am the ultimate fan and (laughs) it's We Googled it and I was right. Like I told you.
0: They cowered in fear.
1: (laughs) Yes. They were like, we shouldn't have questioned you. (laughs) We were at Walker Stalker Con at the same time then. Yes. Yes. I was in Atlanta. I was, yep, I went this October.
2: Wow. You know, that was our first Walker Stalker Con. Oh, what a good
1: one to go to. That one
2: was a great one to go to. It's insane. It was crazy. And it was so interesting because like, I mean, Dave from his side, he's had more experience going to conventions, like not Walker Stalker, but just con- different conventions. Yeah, for part, sure. It was totally like, okay, convention, Walker Stalker.
1: But it was amazing because it's just like there's so
2: much going on. So like you- much
1: going on, and everyone is so kind to each other. So and, kind. And I, it's I work, and when I'm in, when I'm there, I work in the green room, so mm-hmm. I kind of like get to see behind the scenes and things like that. And it's, and even the actors are all so kind, and yeah. it's, it was just so much fun. I had a blast.
0: Actually on that, on that note um what what have you felt has been the differences between the different uh, walker stalkers I mean how has it grown from when you first started going and then
1: Oh for sure I remember the first one I went to was in Chicago it was at Navy Pier oh, And Navy Pier. <laughs> Yes I know it was at Navy Pier and I remember walking in and like uh why am i drawing blank here The like abraham rosita and josh mcdermott like all their lines i remember you could just walk right up to them like you didn't even have to stand in line and there was and there really wasn't like and even some of the actors were even walking around like a couple of the guys from the prison Mm -hmm. they they were just like the one of them just walked up behind me and was like you want to take a selfie and i like turned around i'm like oh my
0: they're like asking you for selfies.
1: And I, I mean, it, it, he was probably doing that to everybody, and so I was yeah. just like, "Of course, I would love one." And it, it was—it's changed so much. This show has just grown like exponentially since. Since I was there at Navy Pier. And even there's so many more fans and I even think Chicago this year, I believe is three days. Oh wow. I think they're doing <sighs> Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So it's it's just grown so much.
0: They're trying to get that um Walker Stalker Atlanta uh yeah. vibe going on. <laughs>
1: oh, Which is fine. It's closer to me. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll take it.
1: <laughs> I will take it
0: um but yeah uh so okay so, so what some people may not may or may not know is that you've you've named your kid maggie um i did and, i uh, did and uh, i mean you don't have to name your other kid but any other kids uh, named after the show or was that the third one i think it was right
1: yeah maggie was our third one my oh, my eldest son is max and then we have may mm. and uh we had a surprise pregnancy and I remember just sitting there one night and I was looking at my husband. And I'm like, if it's a girl, can we name her Maggie? And he looks at me, and he's like, it's not for the show, is it? And I was like, no, no. it's like oh. my fingers crossed behind my back. <laughs> but then I looked at him. I'm like, think about it. Think about her character. Think about how she's strong and brave yeah. and all these things. I'm like, what a great person to name your daughter it's a model. after. Yeah, it's a model. Oh, yeah, You know, I mean, she's phenomenal. And so, and I'm like, and it fits with our M's. And he was like,
0: all right. That's a good that's point. That's what you want. Yeah. Those <laughs> are all compelling arguments too, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, no reading the comments.
1: So yes. And Maggie is very strong. She is, she's two years old and she, she does not, one of my biggest worries about having our third, our third one was that mm-hmm. she would just be lost in the mix of right. our busy lives. But she does not let us forget about her. She is so strong. And hilarious and she acts like a four-year-old and she's only two so <laughs> wow. she's living up to she's living up to her name <laughs>
0: Good for her oh cool. yeah yeah oh so but on the note of conventions again though i think uh i think you you had mentioned on another show i think that that um you also volunteered for walker for I, I guess for walker soccer or volunteered at um conventions of some kind
1: the Walker Stalker is the only one i volunteered. I've I've also been an attendee to um, Wizard World, but I've never done any other conventions besides Walker Stalker.
0: Okay, and what did you do uh, as a volunteer uh, mainly?
1: I the first time I volunteered, I worked with Alana Masterson, which is oh. Tara. Mm-hmm. I worked oh. with her, and um, I was right up front, like taking pictures for her, like with the uh, with the uh, with the attendees, and which was okay. amazing because at the time I was actually pregnant with Maggie, and oh. so she was so kind and just always giving me water and bananas and she was so sweet. And then um, after that, I started working in the green room. So ever, ever since I worked with Alana, after that, I worked in the green room.
2: Wow.
0: Oh, and yeah. and who who would basically be with you in the green room? How did that work? I mean,
1: just as an uh, attendee
0: though, know, right? In the green room?
1: Well, as a volunteer okay. back in the green room. Yeah, yeah. You just kind of, you kind of have to be like a fly on the wall. Like you can't really interact with them and you right. kind of just have, you have to sit back and observe. But whatever the celebrities need, you gave it to them I mean there's cliff bars all the way to Mountain Dew like anything you can think that they would need and you just are there just to so they can be in the green room and just relax because they're all day they're just talking and talking and standing and talking more talking so you just want to make sure that they're when they're in the green room they it's their time to just chill out and just relax and whatever they need we provide it for him, and even we sometimes, you know, run things out to the floor and stuff like that. Oh, that's it. Yeah, which that's is cool. which is super fun because I I'm a runner, so I'm fast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, actually, and you actually, when we talked on the phone, you actually mentioned that uh, you had a kind of like a similar, I wouldn't say a similar story to what we experienced, but uh, a, like a story with um, Norman Reedus.
1: Yes, yeah, he. I've with all the conventions that I've done you know he's so busy and he's so into his fans and so committed and you don't really get much interaction with them as a you know a volunteer you know you just you make sure you smile and he's usually oh there's Norman hi you know he's walking by but this year he actually I was standing by all the um like the kind of like the medical things like band-aids and you know whatnot Mm -hmm. and he walked up to me and he actually like asked me a question and he was like do you have any emergency And I'm like, yes, yes, I do. And I was so excited. (laughs) I "I have it. I can provide that to you. And so, you know, he just—that was probably the biggest interaction I had had with him. And he said thank you, and we shook hands, and he was on his way. So. <laughs> oh, that's
2: nice. I mean, he—he yeah. he definitely is super into his fans, and. Oh, and, he and, is. He really is. I was just talking today to someone, and I was saying about when we went to the convention that <laughs> between him and Jeffrey Dean Morgan is like they're just completely bombarded by fans. Like they're. Oh, I mean, it's
1: unbelievable. Yeah. They—they they can't go anywhere without. Yeah. Like I even one time when I I worked in Nashville, I went it was so cold in the convention and I was like, I am freezing. I have to go outside. And it was I think it was like June. And I went outside and I was just like, I need to de-thaw And he was out smoking a cigarette and there were just fans just taking pictures of him, just smoking a cigarette. And I wanted to be like, just leave him alone. Give him a
0: moment. Yeah. Just let him
1: be. Let him smoke a cigarette.
0: <laughs> but but I need this for my fan edits. <laughs>
1: I know, right? But it's like you know what? I guess that's what you sign up for. So
0: yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm just amazed that he's that he's really cool with it too. You know.
1: Yeah, and he has He was waving. He was waving at everybody. You know, just you know, just being Norman, just calm, yeah. cool, chill.
2: Yeah, he has a good attitude about it.
1: Yeah, he yes. does.
2: Yeah and it was funny because everybody who was um who met jeffrey dean morgan said the same thing that he was the kindest like yeah. most like gentle soul they met like he just-
1: is energetic as f like he (laughs) i tell you what that guy has so much energy and he is always smiling and you know it's almost like he's negan a little bit like he likes putting on a show a little
0: bit scott and soda grin
1: yeah yeah like he's just but he is he's so energetic he's got a great energy about him and so I also have to say that also about um, Kari Payton. He is a light. Like anytime he walks into a room, the room just lights up. He's... I I absolutely adore him.
0: That smile is infectious too. I have oh, to. Oh, it that. is. Yes, he is, it is.
1: He's a phenomenal person. Like he's. He was actually there the night that they announced me as the ultimate fan. He was on. Remember, he like kind of surprised, like showed up, like he asked a question.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: so he was. Mm-hmm. He was there the night that they had announced me. And so a couple of weeks later was Nash the Nashville convention, and I had. I saw him and I was like, I was there. You were in Talking Dead the night I was announced. And he made a big deal about introducing me to his like people around him. And Aww. he was so kind and he just melted my heart. He's so nice. That's oh, yeah. so great. Yeah. Mm. I really, really dig King Kingy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, and now like everybody like wants to meet Kari, by the way, uh, in the chat.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, they should because he's amazing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. But actually, so it kind of brings me back to, you know, speaking about the superfan stuff. I mean, one of the things that, that like really touched me about your superfan commission, uh, commission, submission was the idea that you like you were kind of an island unto yourself when it came to your fandom and with like mm-hmm. not really many people to geek out with. And, you know, I mean, i <laughs> but, you know, nobody in person. Now, I have the same problem. And um, as do I, well, yeah. as did I also. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have your husband, though, somewhat. You know no, what? I, I,
2: cannot, I cannot count my husband completely because... I can't like, either. No. Because yeah. he kind of looks at me like the crazy person sometimes. <laughs> yes,
1: that's how my husband looks at <laughs>
2: yeah. me. All yeah. the time. All the time. And I'll he, be like, I,
1: sometimes I'll just be standing there like, can I tell you something? And he's like, is it about The Walking Dead? Yeah, exactly. Like, well, what if it is? What does it matter? Right. and, and You, <laughs> you know, signed I'll, up for this, so... Right.
2: <laughs> and I'll start talking about theories and like... Like my right. thoughts, And he's like, okay, all right, fine. So he kind of didn't right. mind when the, we, when Dave and I started working on this podcast, he's like, okay, great. You can talk all you want. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I do. I do have a funny story about that, about how I felt so alone all the time about how I could not talk about anything. I, oh, that please. year that I worked with Alana, that was the same year that we didn't know who Negan killed. Ah. And there was that whole like, who did he kill? And it was, I think the convention was in May. So this was like fresh in our minds, like, and I had so many theories about how it was Daryl. And uh, we got to the convention. I'm like, Oh, I'm so excited. I'm I'm in my own space. I can talk about it. I won't get judged. (laughs) And so... So we get there, and I was with my other volunteers, and I was like, "So, who do you guys think Negan killed?" And they're like, oh, "I don't know," and I'm like, "Well, I think it's I think it's Daryl for this reason, this reason, this reason, this reason." And they all just looked at me, and I'm like, "Damn it! I thought I was in a safe space.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I thought I was in a safe space. <laughs> I not in a safe space. Damn it. You
0: never win. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: and obviously I was wrong about it being Daryl, but no. I had some solid arguments. They just needed to sit around and listen to them. So yeah."
2: yeah. Sometimes like you just want that like sounding board, and I, with my husband like he will watch the the major episodes, but like like I said, he's such an early to sleep person too that sometimes like he just can't like stay up and just watch it. And it was funny because yeah. we watched the um, Rick's final episode. And we were watching it and I had very clear theories about what was going to happen. I was like,
0: oh, we should talk dying. about that, by the way. Yes.
2: In my, know. I was, you know, I was completely, Dave knows, I was completely 150% convinced. I was like, Rick is
1: not dying. It no, and that's an what episode. I said. I'm like, he is not dying. There's no way, no way he is dying.
0: Yeah, you no should way. actually get into that because I think, uh, by the way, just like Thor gone nine on the chat, I think, Ashley, you had, you, Carol, and I, we were all on the same page about how exactly um rick was leaving the show and i'd mm-hmm. like to hear it from you like what did you originally predict would happen me yeah yeah oh sorry Ash- yes
1: <laughs> no yeah that's okay no <laughs> um i in my heart i was going to be so upset if rick died because that's not how i wanted rick's story to end you know we started yeah. the show with rick yeah. we have- I know Andrew Lincoln has always said the show wasn't just about one person, but for me, it was just Rick. Like, this is Rick yeah. Grimes. Like, this is this is our guy. And yeah. I did not want to see him die. And so I, for me, I had hoped that, like, I can't, I'm trying to think about what are my theories about him because now that I know that he flew off in that helicopter, um, what was I thinking? I want to say that I thought he, I don't know. Gosh darn it. I'm drawing a blank here. I can't remember what my theory was, but I know that I wanted him to live. And when we saw him in that helicopter, I literally jumped off the couch like and fist pumped quietly because my kids are sleeping, but (laughs) just like so excited. It's going to drive me crazy now, but I'm trying to remember what I wanted to happen to Rick. I'll think about it.
2: No, I, I, I feel like for us, like Dave was saying, like we we were pretty much like in in our heart of hearts, we we're like, "There's no way he's dying." And yeah, when we were when I was watching it, you know, at home, you know, with the locked door because it's oh, like, oh,
1: I remember. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, go ahead. ahead. You no, go ahead. The I know, what, I know how that is
2: when something comes in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I get, I get so I'm getting lost in my thought because we know what happened. So I'm like, what did I think was going to happen? I didn't know what was going to happen because I we didn't you know we didn't know about the time jump. So my right. hope was that Rick was going to either stay back in Alexandria and be with his son and everybody else was going to go towards the, um, the Commonwealth, kind of be with the, that big group where Maggie might be or may not be. Um, that's, that was my hope was that Rick just couldn't deal with it anymore and couldn't deal Mm -hmm. with the conflict. And he was either going to go off or he was going to stay in Alexandria. That was my hope. That's what I thought was going to happen.
2: Okay. before I
1: knew about the time jump and the helicopter and all that stuff.
2: For for me, it was always like Dave, Dave knows I have been talking about the helicopter forever. I was like, yes, I was like that helicopter, that helicopter is going to come in and swoop in and take him away. I, and I had been saying it, I had been saying this at work I've been saying this in the kitchen at work. I've been saying this on the podcast. I was like, there is no way they sang. saying. And it was funny because we were watching the episode in our like locked bedroom with my mother watching the kids in the living room. Because I was like, mommy needs two hours, two hours yeah. to watch this. And so we're watching it. And you you get to the part where he's on the bridge, like towards the end, and he mm-hmm. pulls up the bridge. I found and it. We, me and my husband are just sitting there watching it. And I was like, and we're both quiet for a moment. Like, I was, did he die? Did like, he die? I was like, This can't be how it ends, is it? And the, all my husband says is lame and goes to sleep. I was like, No, <laughs> no. <laughs> See, my
1: husband and- my husband read spoilers. Oh, and I was like, the okay. look on my face, I was like, That this can't be this can't be how it ends. And he was just In like, our J- house? J-. He goes, just wait it's not over yet and i was like gosh darn you like don't play with my mind or give me spoilers like right.
0: yeah <laughs> my yeah. wife my wife would immediately say annulment and, and that's appropriate right it should have happened
2: oh <laughs> uh, no I was, I was like there's no way i was like it's not i looked at the clock i was like no 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 This this episode is not over yet. There has to be more. And then when they showed Jadis by the riverside, I was like, No, no, he's alive. He's by the riverside. He's alive. And then here comes the helicopter. Yep. Here we go. Yeah. Some of us did a
0: fake touchdown.
2: (laughs) Oh, I. Oh my god. I. I no no. I will say like the fist pump for me came with the introduction of Judith. When Judith introduced herself.
1: Yes.
2: That was where I was like
1: yes. Yes. Well, and I even had like the same feeling Chris Hardwood did, but like I was like new people. No, I'm not ready for new people. Like
0: I'm not ready. But
1: then you see Judith and you're like, wait, I'm ready. This is yes. So cool.
0: Yeah. Yes. I was like Althea new people. I like new yeah. people.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you guys. Um. Yeah. So, I, well, I, so that kind of brings it back to the Island thing. Um, Do you, has that changed for you actually? I mean, have you, you know,
1: you it has, it has exponentially. Like it is since basically so April,
0: much. right? Or actually- yeah.
1: I mean, just people always now are coming up to me. I mean, I was even at my kid's school a couple months ago, and I was signing out of the school, and this one dad looks at me, he goes, congratulations. Aww. And I was like, and I looked at him, I mean, this was like a couple weeks ago, or like a month <laughs> or so ago, and I'm like, did He's I have a kid? <laughs> and I'm like, what is he talking about? Right. And he was like, you know, the Walking Dead thing, and I'm like, oh, thank you. He's like, yeah, I, I, I heard you on the news, and just figured I'd watch you, and I was like, well, that's really nice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I know, and now, like, and I feel like around, I I'm from a small town, so I get people a lot that are like, You're the zombie mommy. And I'm like, "Yeah, that's <laughs> me. <laughs> that's awesome. You
0: literally no. change all your handles to zombie mommy. But-
1: zombie mommy, I know. Well, my our, we oh, got a good. our insurance person, our all state <laughs> person, they are they addressed our letter to jared and ashley weidman aka zombie mommy and i was like that's awesome (laughs) we did not tell them to do that it
0: is catching on that is (laughs) yeah very catchy
1: it is catchy i know i love it
0: actually what what would the the license plate would literally be z-o-m-b-m-o-m what
1: yes times three
0: (laughs) hey you gals you gals are in both both different states you know you can grab it
2: (laughs) oh that
1: there you go good point (laughs) that is a good point
0: (laughs) i'm given uh, giving, giving everybody bad ideas well good ideas um right that's so great i don't
1: I don't know if my husband will let me do that though <laughs> <laughs> I did get to name our child though, so that's yeah. pretty much the biggest thing you could do, so a yeah that's huge pretty
0: to win, yeah, totally it
1: was a big win
0: <laughs> yeah um i I was actually wondering also like while I was kind of doing a little here and there research um uh wondering do you still have any sort of Contractual obligations or any—I mean—I don't know if it's even something you could even talk about. Obviously, so if you can't, obviously can't. But okay. it, ha, has there been any like um, connection? I guess with AMC, has there been any sort of, you know, is there still some sort of lingering connection or any sort of? Yeah, um, I mean, do you have anything to talk about with respect yeah, to? Yeah, no.
1: Um, the only thing that I can really think of is when I was there in LA back in April uh, at the end of the show. They every all the everyone was so amazing and so kind and so welcoming to me and they told me they said now if we do a big premiere in <sighs> October we'll invite you out and so I had my fingers crossed I had tabs saved for <laughs> outfits that I wanted to wear
0: <laughs> a reservation in the room <laughs> and
1: reservations <laughs> waiting and they didn't do a big premiere but that's fine you know there was a lot of controversy this summer and a lot of stuff going on and I believe that they had um the New York Comic Con just that week before Mm -hmm. Yep. So, um, you know, just a lot of stuff kind of played, played into that, but you know, maybe someday, if maybe they do a premiere, maybe next October, maybe they'd invite me out or maybe, I don't know, you know, it's all up in the air. So I don't I don't know
0: but I'm sad but I, guess I got you,
1: to enjoy it at home so yeah,
0: I'm gonna send a message out to Chris Harvick saying oh well but then again I guess uh yeah you're you're you kind of hit the nail on the head with that one so let's just back off of that for a moment <laughs> um yeah uh oh yeah but have you had any like in any way like uh any sort of like exclusive access I mean I mean I know you've do- done the conventions thing and that that's sure the right room, like that.
1: um aside from the LA stuff no Mm-mm. Mm. I no, it's just been no I I can't think of anything. No, um no. Hmm. It's just I'm just I guess I'm just normal, you know?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank God. That was so nervous. No,
1: it would and I would love to say that I had something super cool after that, but you know, I you know it's brought me to do awesome podcasts and things like that yeah um I, one of the coolest things I think from the whole thing was I got to see the episode early. That was That's awesome. I did a- get to see that a week early, and I watched it like five times before I was on the show.
0: <laughs> we would probably be doing the same thing yeah sure. i
1: i I mean I watched it so many times. Um, but no, I, I no, I haven't gotten any special treatment or anything like that. Just I know a lot of like some of the um, the people that work on Talking Dead. You know, they follow me on Instagram, and just, I get maybe social media stuff. I guess I, I've met a lot of people through there, and but
2: um, that's something in and of itself in terms of being a yeah. an breaker and opening doors and friendships and for and, sure and just counterparts to be able to talk to about some of these things because yeah. sometimes you're just like i wanted like i mean sometimes like you don't have that and it's like i'm, I'm scrolling through like okay like i'll just randomly put on google i'm like theories on alpha and the wh- <laughs> <Right. laughs> Is Madison still alive <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes right right see what shows up see what other people are thinking <laughs> yeah
1: i agree
0: oh boy um. Oh yeah, but see, so one of the things that was interesting, and you could maybe tell me where in the timeline. But by the way, because I mean, so, some other people may not know is that uh is that you had been trying for three years to try to get three years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep, this was my yeah. third year I had tried. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: And at um at one point, and I don't know if this was in the first or second or maybe even third, but you you had mentioned that you were actually on your local radio show doing a segment. Um, yeah. Second maybe. and yeah. third. Oh wow. Okay. You want to tell us more about that? Like, how did that work? I mean. How long did they yeah, give you?
1: They Well, the original, I had reached out to my radio stations and my news stations because um, the first time I tried to be the ultimate fan, they didn't even select my video to be a part of the voting mm-hmm. and which is, you know, it is what it is. There's millions of fans. I'm sure mm-hmm. they get, I mean, I think they mentioned to me one time that they get like 10,000 submissions. Like mm-hmm. it, it was, it was an ana- a huge amount of number. And um, which was fine. So that first year I didn't even get um, selected to be a part of the voting. But the second year I was selected to be a part of the voting. And I'm like, how do I get these votes and i reached out i was like god i gotta get my community involved and so i had reached out to my radio stations and my news stations and i'm like i don't know if this is you know good news or anything and they jumped on it they're like no this is positive Aww. and we really you know you're we're from a small town like this is great we would love to see you get you know get your votes up and the radio station interviewed me and they it was actually christmas time because i had just had Maggie. And it, cause she was born December 5th. And so I had done this radio interview a couple, like like a week after she was born and they made me retell the Christmas story using walking dead people, like using yeah. the walking dead. And they were like, you can even use a Jesus. And it was, <laughs> and I totally, they did not prepare me for that, but I killed it. Like, I was like, okay, there's a pregnant girl named Maggie on a horse <laughs> walking to Alexandria. Like I did amazing. And oh, I did so good. And I think after that, they were like, would you want to come on every Monday morning and talk and like, kind of talk about the walking dead and we'll kind of pick it apart a little bit for a good 20 minutes i'm like hell yeah nice. i will do that and so i did that um i did that that year and then this last year but i haven't done it at all this year
0: mm, But okay yeah and they'll
1: some and they'll sometimes call me like you know what did you think about all this stuff going on with chris hardwig or what did oh, you think okay you know like they'll call me every once in a while but um I haven't heard from them in a while, but that's, I think that's just because, um, just, you know, how the, the direction the show is going. I think some people are,
0: mm, what kind of show was it too? Was it kind of like an entertainment variety or
1: it was just like a morning show, you know, oh, just okay. like just a morning talk, you know, talk show. It's, it was, um, it was just a local radio station here, just like, like pop music, but it's their morning talk show that they do every wow. morning. Yeah. Just a little segment that, that I did
0: uh actually so talking about recapping and stuff like that because i kind of wanted to touch on this for a little while and it was fear the walking dead because um, I had heard that, you know, from that one of the other podcasts that you I mean you'd you'd watched it from the beginning and it's something mm-hmm. that you I have. Um, and since then I haven't heard any updates about the new season from your from your side. So this is kind of like a good opportunity to tell us what you thought about season four. Uh in terms of the yeah. Cast and stuff.
1: yeah, for sure. I the front half of season four uh-huh. was dynamite. It was so good. I mean, John Dory, how I mean, he's his character alone is There's so much to tell there and with him, with June or, you know, Laura, Naomi, whatever her name is, um, (laughs) she's got so many, so many, I love them together and to see a romance, you know, blossoming, blossoming, blossoming in the apocalypse is always something positive um the back half for me was a little slower i i mean i i didn't i didn't really attach to it as much but i still loved it the episode with alicia where she is in that house with charlie that (laughs) that episode was so good
0: yeah that that was that's actually one of my favorite even though like the second half was uh, even though the second half was kind of like eh I mean, not that, but like, you know what I mean? There was something off about it. There was
1: some, I didn't feel like they were going towards anything. Correct. You know, like I didn't feel like there was like this, point like they had that one disgusting woman
0: yes like, yeah martha that's right
1: but i just oh, i didn't but then they killed her, her
0: yeah yeah and
1: it was almost like no why can't she turn good you know why i you know i don't know it, I, anyway but that episode with alicia and charlie that was so good that i loved that episode oh yeah. and i still think madison's alive so yeah <laughs> i'm sticking I, to it I, I am sticking to it until i see a body <laughs> i have i have said dave you
2: can attest to this. I have said this so many times. I was like, I do not buy the Madison is dead. I will not be convinced of that. I don't care how often they try to say like, no,
1: she's dead. I, I know i just, just can't
2: i can't yeah i can't. I. I, I need to
1: see a body i really do i gotta see one and, and I, I thought mantra. i thought when they went back to get that medicine that they were she was going to be there or be like dead you know yeah. or the, yeah. at least walking around people all people charred up. up yeah i thought she was going to be there and she wasn't so i, I don't I will know tell you In my heart of
2: hearts, what I wish, this is in
1: my ideal world, what I would have wished.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Let's go back to that. Yeah.
2: My wish would have been that Alpha's character would have been Madison. Was her. Yeah. Yeah. Because it would have made sense in terms of like... She would have made a
1: badass Alpha.
0: She would
2: have made a badass Alpha. and she she would have done great. That like... The whole fact that this whisper group manipulates like hordes and like Madison, you know, "quote unquote" died, leading this herd away right, from right. Like, it would have just poetically, yeah. it would have just made sense. So, in my heart of hearts, I was like, oh, maybe she survived, and it's gonna be like, and this is gonna be the crossover. Yeah. It's all gonna come together. But no, but it, it's fine,
0: <laughs> but I just, of whispers were dancing in her head
2: <laughs> uh, so i but i still I still am not convinced that she's dead, I'm not, I'm con-
1: not either, yeah. I know, I agree, I need to see a body, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, actually so talking about um fear the walking dead um and, and just to kind of get this out of the way and kind of ties into the whole you know being on the island with nobody to really talk to about this, but you do you did go to i think um the Fear the Walking Dead, um, Walking Dead crossover thing, right? In theaters, correct? I did. I yeah. did. Did, so mm-hmm. did you end up going with your husband or, and anybody else? Or
1: I went with a girl I actually met because she had saw that I was a part of the Ultimate Fan and she actually lives in my hometown. And she has to be my friend on Facebook. And then we ended up going to Atlanta together. Like, oh, that's awesome. So random. And so we ended up becoming really good friends. And so I actually went with her and a couple of her friends who are also my friends now too. So. Yes, that was so good.
0: I'm so glad I asked that question (laughs) because because I was hoping that would kind of change for you after this too, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, now I have her and she actually lives down the street from me, which is so funny. Oh, that's a so, small world. Well, do you guys it have fun on,
0: on that front? You know, do you guys watch the show together or do you guys have? No,
1: actually, we don't watch the show together because usually what I do is I Uh-oh. tire my kids out <laughs> and yes. then I put them to bed early so I can, because I it shows at eight o'clock here.
2: Mm, right, right, right. so right.
1: I have to be sitting on the couch at eight o'clock, ready to go. And you know, kids say, I need water. <laughs>
2: yeah. Tell me,
1: yeah. me what to dream about. What are we doing oh. tomorrow? It's like, go.
2: Go to, bed. Go, to <laughs> go to sleep yeah, yeah. that was so
1: I I know yeah so I me and my husband usually just sit and we chill out and I I feel like I'd be embarrassed watching it with other people because I'm so like well what whoa what? Yeah. yeah no exactly
2: I feel like, <laughs> I, feel like I, I feel like I need to talk to people afterwards and so yes like,
1: like <laughs> compare
2: notes like so yeah I'm like okay did you see it okay you know but like when I'm watching it, I need to be in like my zone. Yeah. Right, but it's like, right.
0: I
1: feel like in a group you'd be like, Shh.
0: right. <laughs> that's that's actually a really, really good point. I mean, like uh, Carol and I, I mean, we could probably do a live watch, but you know, I mean, we always watch, I mean, I always watch the show like a couple of times afterwards to take notes, but yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I would probably, cause I, I watch the show live cause I want to enjoy it, you know? Right. And then the rest of it, it's just concentration. So you can't like really have people around in both respects, you know? Yeah. Yeah. unless they're like real fans, and we'll shut them you know?
1: Right. <laughs> so, how do you nicely say "shut up"?
2: Right. It's oh, like, no. Don't watch. no, no, no. It's like we're not speaking now. We're watching.
0: Yeah. Right. Right, right now, we're divorced. So.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> you have custody. My husband this.
1: knows. He just turns on football on his phone and he zones <laughs> out. So. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Just let me focus on what I'm watching.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um. So I actually had a theory. Um. That I kind of wanted. I kind of wanted to run this by you and see what you thought about it uh, with regards to the fear of the walking dead. It was the idea of what they could have done better in terms of finishing off that season. Like obviously, I mean, I know Carol has a lot to say about it, but just to get me out of the way, um, I, I had a thought about the way they could have probably saved the last half of the season is make Martha be the one that burned down N S N and Mel's farm. Yeah right yeah and and that would kind of bring everything kind of full circle i mean obviously we're still upset about madison and stuff like that but i would said it on the show in the last episode or the second last episode and kind of brought it up again and it was kind of like you know if they if they just added that one thing you know that (laughs) do we do
1: we even know truly how they got from the bridge like that explosion to where they were i feel like there's so much missing like
0: the explosion on do the we, bridge, meaning, um, like the well, at the
1: end of season three, like, do we know, like,
0: oh yeah, that's the one. I am so other thing. Con-
1: that whole chunk, like, why does Strand carry around cement in his pocket? What did he do? Like, I that that's what I'm. Did I miss something? Or well, am yeah, I it's, forgetting it's all the something? That led up
0: to yeah, I mean, it's like all the events that led up to that happening, having to.
1: what hap- him, What happened yeah. to the group that was on the bridge? And what? you know?
0: Yeah. I, I think they're done, <laughs> but but you're right. I mean, with all that went on with season four, we kind of Nick
1: was on Nick was on the bridge when it exploded. That's he was true. the one that detonated it and yeah. he survived. So that's why I'm like, where, I don't know. I thought we'd have flashbacks to that, but there was never one. And the only time that we heard about it was when Madison met Althea and she was telling her kind of what happened, like a little bit of what happened.
0: Yeah. Like the PTSD and the injuries right. and the, yeah. Yeah. And I think we'd always assume that they would a- give us a little bit bit. I mean, they did show like some s- sequences with him underwater and stuff like that. Um, right. With him, like, underwater, uh, etc. And then, you know, scenes with him like at the very last episode, obviously, like you see him kind of like almost uh, catatonic, you know, walking around, holding mm-hmm. that motel. But yeah, I mean, yeah, there were some issues with that, like, with, with the, the back half of the season. And, and like, uh, by the way, we kind of rake over it every, every once in a while, like, how like, everybody's convinced that Ennis started the fire in Mel and Ennis's barn and a farm and stuff like that, and, and I actually raked over it today, because I kind of wanted to be prepared for it, and, and no, I mean, we all assume that, but, it you know, it happened to not be. Right. It. Yeah. yeah I, but it's kind of like you said, there were some really, really good gems in the last half like close your eyes and uh and i think laura was in the second half wasn't it or am i wrong yeah, I think... oh say that again carol
2: no uh
1: the episode with laura
0: yeah the episode titled laura <sighs> that's
1: a good question
0: i think it was
1: i want to say it was the fifth episode in the first oh season. I... yeah i think it was the
0: first half yeah yeah you're right yeah you're right, you're right. when you write you write um <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah uh, so there you go. Uh I'm glad we covered that. Uh, oh one more question then. Um actually two more. Um your thoughts on whether Morgan will go back to Georgia, Virginia, or sorry, Virginia.
1: Eventually, I feel like I feel like right now he wants to go out and look for people, and he's gonna find Dwight. I'm convinced Dwight's gonna be a crossover. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, totally. Oh, crossover into Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, I think so. That's a very interesting take. I don't think I've heard that.
1: Okay, that's a really great idea. Well, he's out there somewhere with possibly Sherry. We don't know, but he's you know the whole end of the season they want to find people. They want to go out and find people, and I think they're gonna go out and find him. I think that's what I think, but I could be wrong. So. Uh,
0: I, well, I mean, I I know that we heard news about him coming back um on the Walking. Dead Yeah, he
1: did an yep, he did an interview. So I mean, it could be possible. So
0: hmm. Oh, and fear the fear. The, oh, you know, and sorry. I mean, the, the timelines could overlap. I mean, one of the things that I called in the beginning of uh, the Walking Dead season nine was that the very same storm that was happening in Fear the Walking Dead had actually Mm -hmm. hit um, the Walking Dead in the crossover because of the damage the bridges had. The bridges had. For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there is kind of like a somewhat of a timeline matchup or something like that.
1: Well, I mean, and Daryl told him if he ever comes back, he'll kill him.
0: Oh, yeah, it's true. So
1: it could be that he crosses over and Morgan knows who Dwight is. Right.
0: Yeah. So. Dwighty boy. (laughs) Dwighty boy. Yeah. 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 But I, but I wonder, like it, it kind of like the Negan effect. If if Dwight comes back and you know maybe saves people or something like that, to, yeah, you know, forgiven. You know, oh boy, are you looking forward to season five of Fear the Walking Dead?
1: I'm excited. I really am. I yeah. even though see the hat back half of season four was a little slower, I am excited because I love the characters. I can't wait to see more of them. And of course, Morgan, he's amazing, and. I'm excited to see, you know, because I, I, you know, I truly now that they're. At, what are they at a factory now?
0: Uh, um, yeah, yeah, they're based out of a factory. The, the yeah, Jeep, they're based the out of factories.
1: So, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it'll be hopefully they'll have a new direction now. So, oh, yeah. and maybe we'll meet a whole new group of people. Who knows? Maybe uh, they'll start their own community.
0: Yeah, I'm confident that they will too. And I think that that's yeah. part of what's going to be the problem too. Is 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 that they're going to meet a bunch of people? Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. So I think. I think it's a good time to talk about season eight because um, and some like hot button topics, like, cause I, I think there's a lot of, and I think some of the people in the chat are going to say things about this is that um, you, there's a lot of shade being thrown at Scott Gimple for basically anything that goes wrong with this show. And I kind of wanted to get your take on that because I mean, just personally on my end, I, I mean, with all, it, it's a hard thing to kind of be a showrunner in, in my mind. It and, is. Yeah. You, you have to make those hard decisions and it, somebody has to do it. And so, you know, I
1: agree. And, you know, sometimes I think when he's put in that position, he's, you know, maybe he's thinking, I don't want it to go in this exact direction of the comic book. And he's trying to make like d- different and exciting ways for the viewers and for the people that read the comic books. And it's it's a hard job. You know, I, I don't want to totally blame him. You know, I I empathize for him, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, same here, too. Same here. Uh, yeah. Carol, actually, what do you think about that?
1: I think it's a tough position to be
2: in, for sure. I mean, I think it's really easy to sort of like, you know, kind of yeah. Put, yeah, just kind of put somebody as a scapegoat. I mean, it's it's hard and somebody has to be the one to make these decisions. And I think that also, as somebody who comes from like the comic book perspective, like it's hard because... I I know oh, yeah. yeah I know for some people like they 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 want the the comic book to be like to to be bible they want it to be basically like we can't deviate from the comics like this is mm-hmm. the way the comic is and it works in the comic and it's so great in the comic so But one of the things that I've always said is that there are just certain things that just do not translate. And it's up to the showrunner and the writers and and the team to basically make those hard decisions on how are we going to get to the essence of this story and do it justice. It doesn't mean that you have to do it verbatim. Like, I mean, some things just aren't going to happen that way. And I think that with I think that part of the reason why season seven and season eight dragged the way they did, and a lot of people felt that they did, I don't know how you felt, but I know a lot of people mm-hmm. felt like, oh, you know, it was a, a little uh, painful at times. But I right. think part of it was that they were trying really hard to basically get exactly what was in the comic on the screen. And because there, oh there were a lot of things that Negan said in season, in season seven and eight that were like word like for word, word. yeah, right. right. Like what he said in the comic, but sometimes it sometimes it works and it's necessary. Sometimes maybe not so right. much. So I mean, but they have to make these decisions, and it's almost like they're damned if they do and they're damned if they don't. I mean, it's like if they go very much on script with the comic, it's like, oh, you know, it's overkill, it's too much, or whatever. Right. But then if they don't, then people are like, oh, well, you're not respecting the, 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 the you know, the <laughs> that, source material. And so it's like. It's hard. I mean, it's just a hard position to be in. So I think you can only do the best you can. I think that Angela Kang has oh, an mm. amazing, amazing job. And yeah. I mean, I have like my moments where it's like I sit on my little high horse and I'm like, <laughs> oh, you had to bring in a woman to so just kind of like bring <laughs> <got> everybody's <laughs> socks
0: off. Hashtag feminist soapbox. Yep. yep. Maybe, right. I mean, As you because, put it.
2: Well, because she's just, she really has done a fantastic job, I feel, of really taking this into a new direction, interweaving these, like, very, you know, very intricate storylines that are going on that have a lot of depth to them. And, really bringing it together in a way that's exciting and the pace is very, I mean, to me, the pace is just amazing also, just because even from the- It very, felt
1: like every episode was like a finale. That's what it felt episode, like. Every single episode. And even from the
2: first episode when we were mm-hmm. watching a new beginning and I'm sitting watching it with my husband and I was like, I was like, oh man, I was like, I think Gregory might get hung tonight, episode right? one. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. You know, and it was just like straight out of the gate, you know, just- coming very, very like strong. And so, you know, I I think it's a tough position to be in. I think that, you know, everybody has their own viewpoint on how they approach it. I think that she's been a breath of fresh air in her approach. Um, I, I don't know, it's, it's, but I, I don't know if you can blame everything on Scott Gimple. I don't think you can yeah. blame him for
0: everything. Which, and by the way, I mean, it's not as if Scott Gimple's out of the picture. I mean, Angela Kang no. assisted, you know, I mean, the, the direction of the way the show is going is is basically being, he's still kind of puppet master, by the way. So, right. I mean, you have all. to give him credit for, you know, at least partial credit for this season so far, you know, too. So, you know, yeah. there's a lot of direction with that, by the way, with that and Fear the Walking Dead, you know, on, on that same note. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But actually, so, so Ashley, like, what have you thought of, of like, in terms, are there any specific things that you liked about the first, um, well, actually you could even go as far as like, you know, episode six, seven, and eight too, but like any things in particular about the way the show was constructed, you know, in the, in the first six, seven, eight episodes?
1: Yeah, it was, oh, it was, it was so good. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I loved how they took Daryl's character and they at the end the back half like after Rick was gone and made him because he's always been alone, you know, he's always Mm. been one of the guys that just wanted to separate himself. And once Rick was gone, you know, he's he doesn't have that connection. and He's still out there. But, you know, of course, Carol knows where he is. Like, I loved that Mm. so much. And, you know, that it just, oh, it was just all just so good. Um, <laughs> I, you know, and seeing Rick's exit, the way that was handled and it kind of building up to it, you know, there. Even the the like the the reality of bullets are going to run out after so many years. You're going to run low on food. You're going to run low on fuel. That stuff is a reality. And I love that they brought that stuff into play of having to go back to farming and using a windmill and horses and (laughs) buggies, horses and buggies, you know, and things like that. Because that's a reality. You know, I mean, the bullets don't last forever, especially if you're just shooting them at windows. You know, just like.
0: (laughs) (laughs) or missing negan several times Or
1: missing negan all the time with a 45
0: caliber bullet or something you know so
1: just uh, interesting things like that and almost like tying up loose ends because you're like you're one you you don't you think about that kind of stuff like it it just the direction was just it's so well written
0: yeah yeah so actually that kind of brings up an interesting idea um we can do this um season eight we're there are many people who started to to divide kind of lines between are you on team Negan are you on I mean you could say team Rick quote unquote but like Rick's right what what would you place yourself on that Kinsey scale of of, of, oh team Rick
1: for sure Oh
0: wow I am
1: team Rick 100%
0: yeah and Carol's actually team Negan no
1: no I I am team Rick all the way I support
2: Rick Grimes (laughs) however I I'm I, I, spot. No, I'm I, I'm always the one who says I am the biggest Negan apologist. I'm always like the Negan apologist in the group. Yeah. Well <laughs> guys, I mean, you know, they did go in and kill half fifty saviors in their sleep. So I mean it's- Kind you know of. what? They <laughs>
1: did. They had pictures of people with their brains bashed in.
2: They did. They, they did. deserved
1: it. <laughs> they did.
2: Oh, that was such a foreshadowing. <laughs> was, that was such gone. a
1: foreshadowing. I, I was know. like,
2: oh my God, this is coming. This is happening. That was probably the most excruciating part because I, again, I'm a comic book reader, so I knew what was mm-hmm. coming. And I was just like, I, I couldn't personally watch that episode, honestly. That
1: episode had my heart racing.
2: Yeah. I, guess. Yes. I mean,
1: Heath, yes. Heath and Heath and Glenn had never killed anybody before and there they are going in and killing people. And it's
2: totally against their nature and their morals. Yeah. Agreed.
0: Agreed. And by the way, talking about heart racing, like that got my heart racing on on one end, but then like that whole, the whole scene that, you know, the whole scene, the blind mm-hmm. death and stuff like that. I, I had never, until that point, I had never had such a reaction watching a television show in my life. Like just yeah. watching a yeah, show,
2: visceral. heart yeah.
0: palpitations, like was I like updating you live, Carol? I can't even remember because I know we had, we weren't podcasting then, but I know I'd like tweeted about it and then you commented and they, I think it sort of got the ball rolling to get. Us yeah. to the point where we would start podcasting,
2: yeah, because it yeah. was just
0: such a moment that I had to talk. Yeah, again, like it goes back to that island thing where, like, who do I tell? And then, yeah. like, you're just uh. shouting out at Twitter, being we like, we just
1: lost Glenn. Yeah,
0: and uh. then, like, I, and of course, I didn't spoil it, but I was just kind of like, oh my god, oh my god, you know, like, uh, yeah, WD, I, I never felt this way about a television show. Like, I never felt this kind of like I worked Sadness. out, so I should see a doctor <laughs> because right,
2: he's normal. Uh. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then even when they came back back too or when they came back yeah i guess when they came back you know in that whole scene with rick in the trailer and the, the hatchet and all that stuff uh, yeah. that was even worse i think yeah that was yeah it
2: was a very painful that episode was so painful i oh could i couldn't watch that episode <laughs>
1: you know there is there's a scene in that episode that i to this day still go back to there is a scene where he's rick is on top of the rv and negan is telling him he said mm-hmm. you know rick they aren't all gonna just sit down and walk have dinner together, or whatever he says. Yeah,
2: oh yeah. We're, <laughs> and we're not there's that have dinner together. And there's
1: that scene where they're sitting down and eating dinner together. Now, if you look at that scene, half of the table has greens and food and a tablecloth, and the other half of the table has no tablecloth. There's twigs, and those people have passed away besides Maggie and mm. Eugene. Mm. Now mm. Carl is not a part of the dinner scene at all. He is not there. He was still alive at that time in the show. He is not at the dinner table. Rick is at the head. I have so, and you see Morgan taking the candle. He goes Mm -hmm. to reach for it and he's, and this is before he went cray cray again. He (laughs) was, he's like taking the fire out with his finger. Right. He's, and it, I just feel like that scene had so much foreshadowing in it. Mm-hmm. I, it's <laughs> unbelievable. What and what is that like? Yeah,
0: yeah, that's that's a really good question because yeah, what does that represent, right?
1: What does that represent? What's your you see <laughs> right? What's your womb? Um, so you see, and I think sitting next to Rick, he's at the head of the table, is Daryl and Michonne, and then Father Gabriel and. They're all in the side with the food and the greens and things like that. But on the other side at the very end is, you know, Maggie and her baby and Glenn and Abraham and Sasha and Rosita. And I believe Spencer was there, I think.
0: Mm. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I
1: would love to, to know if they are still kind of, I don't know, if that far back they still go to that. I don't know. It's <laughs> just there's so much in that scene to look at.
0: And I'm sure like since they even, that's that's a good question because uh, no, obviously that's been a long time too, because Mm -hmm. so many decisions um, off show, like, I mean, of course, like uh, Chandler Riggs leaving, I think, and obviously Andrew Lincoln leaving. um, I think those two things had happened. Obviously those decisions happened after that scene. So, you know, who knows? But why
1: we- isn't Carl at the table?
0: Well, I think also because, oh, you know, I feel like I don't want to spoil because of the comic because I do know some things and Carol knows some things because yeah. I, I did that on the show a couple of weeks ago. And some people were like, "Wait, what?" And and I'm like, "Okay, okay, uh, dial it back. I'm not going to tell people anything." Um, but yeah, that's that's why the comic. I'll just say that. <laughs> so, okay. So, there you go. And and since Carl's dead in the show, it's kind of like, well, it's not really a big terrible spoiler. And it's because it's already happened. I think Carl right. Carl dies in the comic, but hopefully nobody heard that right now. <laughs> so. Absolutely
2: he's in the
0: comic Car- doesn't carl die in the comic doesn't no he's still no, alive, he's still alive. He goes- i
2: was
1: gonna say he's still alive in oh, my yeah view.
0: oh then he's then
1: alive i've never he- been happy
0: being so wrong
1: yeah <laughs> he, no, he falls in love with he falls um, in love with alpha's
2: daughter lydia yeah i,
0: I thought uh, after that though no
2: no he's no still alive. he's
0: still alive oh yep. That's a poor I believe decision. Jesus
2: is too. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Jesus is still alive. Yeah. yeah still that's alive. that's
0: what really got me too. And like when that season, when the mid-season break happened with that death, it it was just really, it, it was really jarring. Like, I mean, I know some people had already spoiled it too, which is, which is the worst part. Like, oh, I, I didn't worst. get it, but I heard, I talked to people that did and it, it was like, why would you want to do that to people? Like that, yeah. that's something that comes out of nowhere, you know? And, and you I know. know, but then I almost
1: ta- wish that they wouldn't have done that with Rick. Like, if we wouldn't have known that these were his last episodes, and to see him fall on that rebar, like, that would have been a complete, like, what? Like, I don't know. I didn't like that AMC spoiled that for us.
0: Yeah. I, I think that's that's a, that's a an interesting decision that they, they felt like they had to make. I mean, because- I know, it about was. Kind
1: of like just spilling the beans yeah. in the
0: first place. Well, I think that right. was, yeah. I mean, if, uh, there were rumors at first, and then obviously, uh, I think- carol and i had called it or i i think i'd seen michael satra put it on in, yes officially i know and i just yeah. felt so bad for him because then they had to really come out and do damage control and blah 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 yeah i but know hey. at
1: the san diego comic-con that's kind of when they truly announced it
0: <laughs> and they looked at him and like, <laughs> yeah i'm sorry andy <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. he's, he's just like the nicest guy too, and that's the problem: is that he is just the nicest guy. Yeah, he yeah. To do something nice, and then you know, Arr. oh boy, oh poor him. Yeah. Um, okay, so I kind of want to ask this because in the um talking dead seat, um, it was asked of who was the other person on the uh, in on the chair. I know there was Stephen Simon Hogg. Stephen Og was there. Oh, yeah, um,
1: and Christian Serratus, yeah,
0: right now. She they had asked Christian Serratus, but not you, what what Simon was pre apocalypse. And you, I don't think you actually answered, did you? Like, you didn't, I get know, P- I don't the,
1: believe they answered, they gave me that question. No,
0: I'm giving you that question now,
1: okay? So, what do I think <laughs> that. What do I think Simon did before the apocalypse? Yep. I think he was some awful, like, car salesman. Just... Is that was that her answer?
0: Uh, well, I think somebody. I think he had said she had said. Um, I think Simon had said like something like a, like a agent of some kind or like. Okay, a, no,
1: yeah, I'm know. going with car salesman. I think he was some schemy, like lowball, like just car salesman that just cheated people out of cars and raked in all the money and like greasy hair and a big belly. I don't know. I could just. <laughs> I could see it.
0: Yeah. yeah, what did you say, Carol? At the time, do you remember? Oh God, I don't. Because we, remember. I had said a couple things and I messed up. But go ahead.
2: No, I don't remember for Stephen Ogg. I just it, he was just one of those characters that I love to hate. I, I, yes, I, I, I was like, nice he's he's not surviving. I was like, Steve. I was like, Simon is is marching towards his end. It is happening. But I was like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm kind of bummed in a way because it's like his character is just so like vile and just so <laughs> yeah. entertaining. But it's like, yeah, the inevitable is coming.
0: Yeah, I, I think my when when we did the show and I kind of blurted it out. I I initially said um, mail carrier, but then oh, okay. but, but then I but then I fixed it and I said no no I didn't mean that I didn't mean that because you, you see the same image of the thing that I was thinking of cross, you know, walking across the street checking cars I thought meter made oh. like just checking people's meters doing like the uh-huh. crappiest thing you know like ah, it's almost expired you know five minutes before here's a ticket you know
2: alright all right.
0: All right. Um, and then a lot of people are saying in the chat like oh insurance broker carpet salesman um, carpet salesman what's interesting about that is that um, in Broad City I think he was in Broad City and he played oh yes that's right yes, he, he was in Broad City he was the locksmith he was he, the locksmith and he was was he the locksmith
2: or was he the plumber? He was like I
0: think he was a locksmith because I think um I think my wife talked told me about them. Like, oh he's the locksmith from Broad City or something like that. Like he had he some they the had
2: brought him over to the house because they needed something. He was sketchy as hell. He was like really skeevy, sketchy and like they like kind of. I think the one of the girls like made up a name because he was like, "Ooh, what's your name?" Like trying yeah. to like come on to her while he's trying to like obviously do his job. And she's like, "Oh, uh, my name's Yolanda." And he's like, "Ooh, Yolanda!" Like just very like creepy. <laughs> he has that. I, I hate to say that he does
0: creepy very well, but he does.
2: Like he, he does. He, he does it very well.
0: And he thrives yeah. in it
2: too. <laughs> he yeah, loves yeah, he too. does. No, he loves it. He just he he embraces that.
0: So
1: a hotel manager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there you go
0: oh Airbnb dude,
1: Airbnb <laughs> like dude. in
0: the worst Airbnb Ugh. or it, what would it be worse it would it be worse if it was a good Airbnb or a bad one like like, like that subversive thing where you're like oh, a this is bad one that
1: he tries to make look good <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. Okay, so I, I I know that like okay, so look, we're all working, you know, parents and everything like that. So I don't want to make this too long, but there are some key questions that I wanted to ask, and one of them is, um, so okay, as we all know in the show, um, Alexandria shuttering its doors and not letting new people in. Hilltop has similar kind of weird reservations to strangers, etc. Kingdom could use strangers, but they don't, you know, they could use all the help they can get but they're still kind of on a similar page but what had happened between in the six years to cause that people just kind of shut their doors um kind of not go along with rick's idea anymore you know michonne talking to herself etc and then you see two specific scenes with where michonne and daryl have x brands in the back on their backs on the lower left side right Mm -hmm. and so yes what i thought of was i connected something that happened like i had 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 thought about um when i saw when i when i saw hilltop's reaction about the riders i thought it was kind of like a little overreacting, right? And th- right. And then you see in these little scenes where, um, where, uh, in in little previews for the for the second half of the season, that you see Angus Sampson in this one flash. Angus Sampson was in Shut Eye. He's in this uh, new movie uh, or like a new show or something like that uh, on Netflix, I think, or no, Amazon. Okay. And um, brilliant actor. And I kind of went on a tear about that for some reason. And and uh, I know he can play brutal very well. Um, and so it, it occurs to me that maybe they met these riders, these people like on horseback that ended up, you know, screwing them over. You know, they let them in, they kind of gave them a chance, and then things went yeah. horribly wrong. Now, did you have like similar theories, or did you have like any ideas about what had happened between then and now?
1: I agree. I think I definitely think. I don't really have like a specific on what I could think happened, but I do feel like there is a correlation between the X's on their backs and, and to why Maggie left the hilltop. I feel like, and then I do kind of think that Michonne might've murdered everybody at the Oceanside.
0: That's and what I, I was wondering feel, to myself, too. Like, did they have a... And mind. I feel
1: like that's why there was a lot of animosity, especially between her and Tara mm-hmm. when she came. And I don't know if that... What reason she had for it or anything. But, I, you know, I don't know. And maybe it's... I'm so excited to see what it is. Right. Because the
0: one thing that we forgot was that like that we that they didn't really touch on um, in season nine was that but they did touch on in previous seasons was that Cindy and Tara kind of had a somewhat of a thing relationship of some kind. We didn't know what it was. Right. And so, yeah, I could see that. I could see them bringing that back. Yeah. 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 So one thing I wanted to talk about and one thing that I brought up incessantly in the middle, like at least in the beginning of season eight or the middle of season eight was what are your thoughts about what I think they're going to be introducing? Producing either in this season or at the end or at the beginning of season 10, snow.
1: Yeah, Frozen Walkers. I had
0: been talking about this and going crazy. Like, when am I going to get my goddamn snow? (laughs) Yeah. I mean... What are your thoughts? That will be exciting. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is just like one of those things that like they just have. Are they going to
1: handle it like uh, us northerners?
0: (laughs) Exactly. And like, (gasps) and they're, they're, it's not exactly like they're in Georgia, you know, they're, they're in D. Right. D.C. gets some rough cold weather. It does. They do Right So it's kind of like But I had heard tell As they say That um that they may be exploring that At the And they are probably do this They'll probably do what I propose That they would do At the end of season 8 Which is like In the last frame You start to see snowflakes And stuff like that And they'll do that To right. spite me Like as if I'm something To be <laughs> Spited Or spite Anyway um, Spote kind of, Yeah That's <laughs> perfect Thank you <laughs> um but yeah uh but yeah so there, there's there are a couple more questions then i'll then i'll cut you all loose um so uh da, 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 da. all right so in terms of walker walk stalker do you who do you go with when you go to the, the you know the conventions as, as of late like are you going with your husband do you go with your kids uh
1: um, My kids and my husband stay home.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. It's a little too much for them. Um, No, I just go usually with the people that I've met through the conventions. I stay with them and travel with them. This It's amazing the camaraderie and the friendships that you can make just through a television show.
0: Mm, yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. so you basically, do you have like, that's actually a, a bigger question. Like, do you happen to have like people that you can like meet up with and at every convention you could go to? or?
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, Yeah.
0: that's pretty cool. Yeah. There's
1: and there's always new people you can meet too, oh, and everyone's yeah. you know willing to talk to you and be your friend and hang out with you in a new city.
0: Oh, that's it's that's awesome. that's what a cool turnaround too.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah,
0: um, yeah, I wanted to bring this up, but I'm it's like a whole can of worms. Like the because like, it's something that you mentioned also is that like the internet's kind of crappy sometimes too. Like it
1: is. Yeah, like, it can be
0: bitter people and whatnot or well whatever it is. Like it, I, if you wanted to air your grievances, you have the opportunity to now. <laughs> it's up to you. The show's kind of like open dialogue, so, right. so if you felt like it, you could. Um, but like, what's it been like for you? Like, uh, it, like, let's say now, has have things gotten better since then now? or it,
1: Oh, for sure. I think it was initially. Mm. Um, there's just, me, you know, mean people. I mean, there was someone that had nitpicked that I said, oh, what did I say? I had said, I had said some word that they didn't think was a word. I don't know. I'm like, you do live television and see how wonderful you do because right. <laughs> yeah. it's not as easy as you think it is. Um, a lot of people were all up in arms that I had mentioned Game of Thrones and really, yeah. And I, <laughs> and I, when I had talked to the producers, they were like yes you if you want to say that you go ahead because you know it makes you a more relatable and b it's i it's a good connection like it you know and so i was like okay you know i have the go ahead and a lot of people are like how dare you mention another show <laughs> <laughs> oh, blah 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 yeah. i know uh, god forbid um god forbid you like anything was, else
0: besides the walking dead
1: <laughs> i know gosh uh <laughs> Yeah, that was mostly it. I don't think anyone really attacked my character so much. It was just, um, you know, some, someone called me pathetic (laughs) for, uh, Naming my child after a character on a show, but whatever, whatever, I don't care, it's my life. Yeah, um, and someone was like, I remember someone said, How, why would you write notes, take notes on a show? It's supposed to be entertainment. I was like, Well, yeah, it's entertainment, <laughs>
0: like, but like, there's some sometimes it's like you, I mean, like, take for instance the fact that they, I mean, they don't know that you're like an island onto yourself sometimes, and like, yeah, and it's almost like a little game you play with yourself where you kind of like write down these predictions. Yeah, that, and it's you know, how some people say, Yeah, I, I said that before. Before, but like now you have proof, it's on paper, right <laughs> right paper. yeah, but you know it's <laughs> you know
1: it's the internet. You know, people can say what they want, but I want to tell you like the loudest voices are the mean ones. You know, you you hear those ones the most. And that was like 3% of every, and you know, like 97% of the feedback that I got was so positive and so uplifting. And and then you just hear that 3% so much more. Yeah. It's, it's that
0: tiny min- vocal minority, right? It is. Yeah.
1: You know, and it's sad that, that that's true, but you know. But I'll
0: tell you what, like Everybody on the on the stream right now, like that, that's listening to Instagram right now. These guys are incredible people and they deal with some hate too. like Thorgon9 does the Walker tips. He's on the stream right now, too. Um, OK. And, um, you know, he's gotten like lately he's gotten some and he's like the, the coolest, most charming, nice guy that you could ever meet on the Instagrams. And, and, uh, and, well, by the way, speaking of like, I guess maybe have you kind of like formed any sort of Instagram community? Like, I mean, Instagram has kind of been like the place to to have s- these kinds of conversations lately.
1: Right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I've I had people for a long time sending me messages through Instagram and Facebook. And even when the show was on, like asking me, like, what'd you think about this? What'd you think about this? Like, it was really nice <laughs> now that the show's kind of like on a, a lull nobody really says anything but right it keeps
0: things going yeah. doesn't it it, it kind of keeps the fire yeah. in your belly burning too and it, i, right, I found it really sure. cool that you were able to like answer me and i was like i didn't expect that you were going to answer and, and
1: i tried you know. to answer everyone <laughs> unless it was creepy <laughs> yeah um i answered everyone which is i got a for the course. very uh, creepy message a couple months ago uh, and i it was the ones that i didn't answer so <laughs> uh,
0: and, and well then you'd probably block and stuff like that too
1: i didn't block him i felt bad
0: oh uh, but
1: it was creepy yeah it was so nice some of he said something about the heels that i wore on the show like
0: oh. i don't like
1: you looked pretty sexy in those heels and i'm like yeah i'm not gonna oh. get
0: <laughs> yeah it's a good thing i didn't repost that picture that you posted because you know, that would have been bad <laughs> The took today. I can only imagine. Uh, Oh, boy. uh, boy. uh, Yeah. yeah. Actually, in my notes, by the way, it says, tell her the internet is dark and full of terrors. Right. (laughs) I know. Coming off the heels of saying uh, Game of Thrones. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, but on that note, actually, and Thorgon9 has been asking me, and I'm going to say, um, Oregon okay. Knight actually did, you know, the walker tip dude, the cool dude from England. Um, he'd asked me if if you'd actually seen the 24 slash 25 hour um, Andy Lincoln tribute that he actually put on on Instagram.
1: No, I did not.
0: Yeah. It's tough with kids, isn't it, though? Like you can't always be around and see things, too. Right. Yeah. It
1: sounds amazing, though. Yeah.
0: So basically what he did was he had a whole bunch of guests, including, um, uh, oh, God, Rosemary, um, you know, the uh, Rosemary Rod- Rodriguez. Who you know also directs the show every now and again, right? Yes, so he,
1: yes, I know yeah. who you're talking about. Yeah, so he
0: had her on for an hour segment, and and like a whole bunch of people like relate, really, you know, um, that are like really into the show, um, a bunch of the cosplayers. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, Thorgan, I I mentioned that uh, Rosemary Rodriguez, and yeah, so it was this like big Andy Lincoln tribute that he actually really ramped up, you know, for like months leading up to the premiere and stuff like that, and and it was kind of fantastic. But uh, as he'll probably tell anybody, he he will never do that again. <laughs> Because yeah, twenty what was it? Twenty five hours of live streaming, like an hour each time, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it must have taken. It's it's enough to get PTSD. <laughs> to <laughs> never never do live streams again. Almost. Yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, I mean, have you actually had? Um, like um have you actually participated in another in like an Instagram live stream before or like anything? Like
1: no, that? no, not no, nothing like that before. No, it's been a podcast and it's been like pre recorded and yeah, nothing live though.
0: Technically you're on one now.
1: <laughs> I know. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> I'm glad so we're glad to first. be your
0: first. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It, I mean, if you if you go back to the to the to the actual Instagram live streams once it gets archived and stuff like that, I think it's um yeah you'll start to see the comments that uh, I've been reacting to every now and again. And, and okay. And I ha- I mean I have to say, just hands off to the Instagram community right now. Um, you guys, I, I think this is the biggest live stream uh, response that we've ever had, actually. So thank you so much. Awesome. Yeah. And so I think with that, Carol. Um, any last words?
2: I have one last question.
0: Ooh, thank and, you.
2: Yes. And it's a little bit random for um, for you, Ashley. It's perfect. Okay. Wanna, I love random. It's <laughs> totally so you bring now, it. by the way. It's totally, <laughs> tangents and randomness. Um, when I was at the convention, one of the things I was struck by was, because it was obviously close to Halloween weekend and all of that. And so I noticed, you know, these parents with their kids there and like, I thought to myself, and cause some of them had them dressed up, you know, like
1: for sure. Like <laughs>
0: Georgia W cosplay too. Yeah. yeah.
2: And I thought to myself, gosh, I was like, I like completely shield my kids. Mm-hmm. Me this.
1: too.
2: I do too. I like, oh my God. I was like, it it was like, it was pretty like eye-opening. Like none, you know, not wrong or right, but
1: it was just kind of like and Yeah. I, and it's I get. I mean, yeah. Because what if they can't find someone to watch their kids? You know, I get it. But I completely shield them from anything Walking Dead. I mean, they know I love the show. Right, right. They've seen pictures of me with the actors and things like that. But they, I think, my son—he's so impressionable. He would be terrified. My daughter got a paper cut today, and you would have thought it was the end of the world. Her hand was chopped off (laughs) because (laughs) there was like a drop of blood. So I can't imagine. Yeah, her seeing anything. I fell running like oh my gosh I fell so bad I my phone lit up and I looked at it and I just hit oh my gosh yeah I it was so bad and I was I came home and I was I thought I broke my elbow anyway blah 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 I digress but so I was bleeding very bad when I got home. And my daughter was like, you have to put it away. Oh. <laughs> you just, you can't, I can't see your blood. <laughs> so I can't imagine taking my daughter to see a convention with the zombies and things, cause she would, she'd freak out. Right, yeah.
0: No less like yeah. have her participate in the cosplay. <laughs> (laughs)
1: Oh, she went, she doesn't, we went to Disney in September and I forced my daughter.
0: Oh. (laughs) It's
1: like, you are doing the Jedi Training Academy.
0: (laughs) I have to live through you. You
1: have to do it. My son was so into it and she was four at the time and they take the kids and they put them in a little group and (laughs) I'm standing probably like 30 feet away. And she holds up the robe and she looks at me and shakes her head like, "Mom, I'm not." And I, I look at her. I'm like, "You're putting it on." And it was so hot and it was dark brown. <laughs> and I look at her. I'm like, "You put that thing on. <laughs> you wear it." But so and we ended I up like, you to
0: do. <laughs> you
1: do. You be the Jedi. I can't be." Um, Instead, she turned. It and so different. she like tied it around her waist and I was like, "That's fine." Perfect. Like,
0: oh, <laughs> it's like a little Ewok. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, but no, she would never dress anything that I forced her into. So. Yeah,
0: it's just so interesting too, because like, I mean, you see, like we, I actually interact with some of them and it's kind of like a bonding thing with their kids, you know, like it's something that yeah. like daddy and daughter get to do together. And, and, and I think Ooh. that's
1: fun. That's awesome. I, I really do. And even people like Kari Payton who are cyborg yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Teen Titans Go, like that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Like, for a kid to meet an actor in a show, like he's not just someone on The Walking Dead; he's also somebody else. So
0: yeah, yeah,
1: oh. that's exciting.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, well, thoughts on the possibility of you doing you reappro you know rebroaching that subject in the future? Do you think there's a there's any world where you would do that? Actually, Carol too.
1: Bring my children into a convention. Oh
0: yeah, totally. Uh, or like to, I could see uh, my it would
1: be my son mm-hmm. out of anyone. <laughs>
0: Oh, okay. I yeah. What about, I
1: don't think my daughters would be into it at all. Mm, what about you, Carol? I think my daughter would be
2: more into it than my son. My son is a lot more cautious, and my daughter's a lot mm-hmm. more adventurous. But even so, like I, oof. I, I mean, she loves to say, "Like I'm brave. I'm brave." And mm. I'm like, mm, yeah, oh, we'll yeah, yeah. I don't know about that.
0: Wait till you walk in on uh, somebody dying on the Walking <laughs> yeah, Dead. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It's hard for life or cyclone. Yeah. <laughs> but but all right, all right, all right. Let's see. But um okay, so uh guys, this has been a really great yeah. 2 hour- yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think so. I think like an hour and a half on on according to uh, Facebook apparently. Yeah. Um, I'd love to do this again sometime. And uh, just a reminder to everybody else, um, we still have um, seven more weeks of giveaways, and you still have time to actually get those itty bitties. So um, head over to squawkingdead.com. Uh, you've got multiple goddamn chances to win. So um, do it. Just do it. You'll, you'll you'll feel good about it. I mean, Ashley, you can do it too. Uh, Carol, you can. I can't. Okay. can't. <laughs> I can't. No. Uh, and I know Eddie screened him, so he can't too. Yes. So. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Ashley, you still got a chance. So uh, think, uh, All right. <laughs> it's a cute little thing to kind of share between mother and daughter or daughter or son. And, yeah. yeah. But uh, with that, everybody, thank you for joining us sincerely. And um, we'll do this again sometime, everybody. All right. All right. Take care, y'all. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.